why will you no longer see many of your favorite artists on social platform TikTok? The first major label to say, you know what? We're going to rethink this and pull back just a bit. It's been revealed. It happened this week. Negotiations have stalled. What it means for you, a TikTok fan and fan of music. Coming up during this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act, a podcast where we talk about things you talk about with family and friends, conversations about current events and pop culture, headlines in the news, trends in music, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting and personal growth. I estimate this to be episode number four, 17, 18. Uh, we'll go with, let's say 18, 418. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. Um, yes, we know we're around 400-something episodes because of our friend Keith Rockdale Bone. We want to send a big, um, big, big, big hug out to everybody. Send prayers and hugs out to his mom. Miss um, Bone, join Miss Joanne Bone, because she has been going through um, some chemotherapy and, um, you know, some other things. And, you know, she's just recovering from it all. And, and anybody who's um, had a loved one that's gone through that or if you've gone through that personally, you know what a toll that takes on you. And also uh, what a toll it can take on the caregiver. So just sending both of them a lot of love. Um, Keith is an amazing son. Um, an amazing dad and friend. He's such a great friend, but um, he's wearing a lot of hats. And I, and I know when you wear a lot of hats, sometimes, you know, you're taking care of everybody else, but you forget about yourself. So I want to give him, and I know you do too, a big virtual hug because those are the people sometimes who everybody's like, oh, they're always happy or they're always helping this person or they're always doing that. And they're the ones who may need it the most. So big hug for you, Keith Rockdale. Big old, bigger hug for um, you, brother. Yes. Okay. So yesterday I come down to see you. And we, um, you know, I like to have my errands in a row. So I'm like, okay, what are we going to do first? What are we going to do second? And what's really funny about you uh-huh. so is when I used funny to, about me. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things. But when I used to get you in the car and I would be like, hey, um, while we're over here, I need to go to PetSmart to get like cat litter and cat boxes. And then, oh, yeah, I, I got to swing by and see my mom. And then, oh, okay, we got to go to Target. And then we need to go to the grocery store. You'd be like, okay, I did not sign up for all this stuff. But what's so funny about you is we're just driving along, and I forgot where we were going, somewhere. Oh, we were going to get something to eat after we had done, like, one or two errands. And you see this museum that's in a church, by the way. Well, not, well yeah, former church. Tell everybody what it was. Well, I've driven by this place uh, for well over a year. I've been with the Beer 925 for over two years now. And uh, this, this, this particular place is in Tyrone, Georgia. Tyrone is a city about... Uh, Gosh, right off 85, south of the airport, Hartsfield, about uh, 15 miles south of the airport. And uh, directly off the interstate is, is the city of Palmetto, the city of Tyrone, and then you get into Fable and Peachtree City. Well, in Tyrone, I passed the Tyrone Museum for years, and I've always wanted to stop and just see what's in there. And I've, I've said to myself, what could possibly be in the Tyrone Museum that would interest me? And there's got to be something because the place is open. I thought, what do you think, five, six, seven days a week? No, it's open one day a week. Happens to be Wednesday. All right, we were rolling through Wednesday. If you're listening on upload day, today's February 1st. Yesterday was Wednesday. We were rolling by the Tyrone Museum yesterday around lunchtime. I said, take a right pull in now. <laughs> I get excited. I get finally going to find out, finally going to discover what is in the Tyrone Museum. What is it about this city that makes it, and I knew it was a special city to begin with, but what is it that makes it so special that they have their own museum? There's not a Fayetteville, Georgia museum that I'm aware of. There, there's not a uh, Sharpsburg, Georgia Museum. There's not a Rex, Georgia Museum, but Tyrone has their own damn museum for a reason, right? That's what you think, right? 
We go up to the door. We park, go up to the door, walk up. We pull up. We go to the door. Both doors are locked. The sign clearly says, I took a picture up. The sign clearly says, Wednesday, 10 to 2.15. I don't know what they do from 2 to 2.15, but the sign says, open Wednesday, 2 to 2.15. It's 12.30, right, Donna? 12.30, 12.45, the latest? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't much later because we were going to have lunch. Both doors are locked. So I, I, I joined you on this episode of the podcast, still not knowing what is in the Tyrone Museum and why. And I'm a little disappointed about it. Well, I know. Well, I mean, you say, like, what are they doing between 2 and 2.50? I mean, they're docents. They can't just sit there all day. I mean, how many people do you think roll up to this place two. and want to come through? Yeah. A year or two, probably. So yeah. I understand, well, and, I understand I mean, why they're only open one day. I get that. Maybe they could probably shave the hours to, you know, 10 to 10.30. Um, yeah. On Tuesday or Wednesdays. But, uh, you know, I don't know. The city is, um, everywhere you drive in Tyrone, you are... You see or are reminded of the Irish culture through um, road names, through church names, through uh, the park in, in Tyrone. It's called Shamrock Park. And I know from being down here, uh, you know, a couple of years now, that, that they have a huge St. Patty's Day celebration in Shamrock Park in Tyrone every year. But I don't know what the connection is. And I may never know now. Hmm. And I'll lose sleep over it. Well, I think I'm going to look for you. I'll look. At, when we get done with the podcast, I'm going to look and find out what is Tyrone's connection with leprechauns. Well, but I think St. Patty's Day in the Irish culture more than just leprechauns. But I guess yeah. leprechauns could be included would be included under that umbrella. But um, I was just I wanted to go. I wanted to sign in on the book. I'm sure they have a signing book. I, I know. had to blow the dust off of it. And, uh, you love the old timey things. I'm an old school person at heart. I'm a. You know where I'm going to take you? Where we're going to go on our mm, next field trip next me, week? Because we, we're going to start doing field trips weekly. I have an idea as well. But go ahead. Um, where? Well, I'll tell you. Go ahead. You first. Oh, to the Atlanta History Museum. You know, when mm. I was at Atlanta Magazine, yeah, we did all of I'm our events. You have, yeah. we you you do all we did all these events there, and it is so cool. Like, I never got to go in. I mean, I could see the exhibits, and I would see a little bit of them. But there's a great one on radio in there. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did. Have you ever been by at Christmas? No. Beautifully decorated. Beautifully decorated. Huh. The outside, anyway. I've never gone in. I've gone in one time, but it was at, a, at an event that we did for radio, the former Kicks, years ago, decades ago. I forgot what was there, but we had an event there. And it's a beautiful museum, and I'm sure it's fantastic. But oh, my gosh, it's incredible. And they have the cyclorama there now that came from the Atlanta Zoo. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's where we're going to go next week, uh, me and you. Okay, all right. Well, let's think about that. We'll put a pin in that one. I have one as well. Okay. A potential. We've talked about the fact we were going to do this. Maybe you're listening in a city where the, you have radio, you have local radio, uh, and you often hear in commercials the owner of a business. Um, like, uh, my name is Frank Ray. I'm general manager of... Uh, Eagle Frank Toyota. Ray Motors. Frank Ray Motors. Yeah. Uh, come on by and see us and get your brand new Toyota with a, a lifetime free oil change uh, for the first six months. And you're like, wait, Frank, you said lifetime. And then you, you shifted there and you pulled a fast one and you said just six months, which is it? I can promise you it's six months in a small print. However, you hear these local celebrities or quasi celebrities, as Donna, you say. If you're listening in Atlanta, think Tom Shane. Think uh, who was it from Atlanta Toyota? Um, Gosh, back in the day, they had the dog, the lab that was in all the commercials. Oh, the little puppy dog. Um, uh, Tom and... Tom and... Uh, oh, I can't uh, think of... Angie. Angie. Tom and Angie from, uh, yes, Atlanta, Toyota, Atlanta, wherever they're going at. And that little doggy. Yes. Uh, you got... Um, you know who we're talking about. But they're, they're business owners that have become famous somewhat. You know, somewhat famous through their radio advertising or TV advertising become... That little girl that says the Picano. Uh, Pinnacle. Yes, here in Atlanta. It's Pinnacle. But what do they do? What does Pinnacle do? Do you know? 
Do they repair your foundation? Do they do a roof? I think so. I mean, that that's the problem. It it becomes like the person becomes bigger than the brand. And the the message, the messaging, and the branding is lost. You're exactly right. It's diluted. Yeah, it gets diluted. So on the bear, there are several, many, many of these same clients and businesses who put their general manager or their owner to the forefront as the voice or face or both of this particular business. We're going to go on a tour of quasi celebrities that. uh, are on the Beer 92.5 and other media outlets. All right, we're going to start in LaGrange, Georgia, and we're going to go see, I think it's Stacy or Nicole. Oh, no, it's yeah, Nicole. her. Nicole. Nicole. A, uh, is it this is Nicole, Donna, your favorite general. Donna, that's just well, it. Well, no, I'm doing, I'm doing impersonations okay, so people understand. Would you do it in front of her? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Nissan this is LaGrange. Nicole, your favorite. Okay, yeah. All right, put that one down, Nissan LaGrange. Dr. Shivey. Is that... Oh, God, I've got to go see him. Now, let me tell you something. Pod Pete Betsy, this is our favorite one. Every time we hear this commercial, she texts me and says, I need Dr. Shirey. And I'm like, I do, too. I think I need two for one. If you have to lean on your shopping cart, and it's actually, Dr. Shirey is one, but it's the people in the commercial right. who make it. I um, went to Biloxi. Remember, he went down yes. to Biloxi and gambled? Yes. And he was fine. He didn't have to hang on to, like, the machines. Right. He didn't have to have any oxygen. And then there's the woman who doesn't have to hold on to her shopping cart. That's and right. the other day, I swear to God, I was in Publix, and, and I caught it. myself. No, because I'm, like, hanging on my shopping cart. Yep, yep. She doesn't have to get the uh, buggy anymore. No, the buggy. The and that's what she the calls basket. it. She can get the basket. Uh, he does um, He does treatment for vein vein stuff in your arms yep, and so legs, stuff like that. Uh, so Dr. Shirey, Dr. Shirey, Dr. Shirey. Yes, next episode, we'll have examples of from their commercials of these uh, local celebrities, and then uh, the next episode, a couple, you know, Col- Colin. We need Colin with the big hands. Uh, yes, from Hembrick's Hembrick's Market. Yes, in Noonan. Now uh, he, Mr. Hembrick. If you listen, if you listen to our radio station, you would understand. He sells vegetables, well, peaches, and corn. Store. Yep, peaches and corn in the big cans. Yes, uh, Chris Chipwood from Fable Ford is uh, yes. is is another uh, Chuck Brown from from uh, Brightmore Healthcare, Brightmore Hospice that we work with uh, both Chuck and. And Chitty, uh, quite closely. But, again, they would make the cut. They'd make the tour. Um, and then we're yep. going to record audio. We're just going to bust in. We're just going to pull up and, and, and introduce ourselves to these clients. But more I than love that, it. these local quasi-celebrities. What about those two guys that are like, yeah, come on. Like, um, um, There's a car commercial. Yeah. Um, it's uh, something brothers. And, um, and it's kind of like that country song right now where it's Luke Combs and Riley Green. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I love that. That's the 108 yeah. mark on that song. One minute, eight seconds. Yeah. And that happens. I love and, that exchange. And, Riley gets tries to get him going like he's his hype man. Yeah, and then um, that's the same with this one because the other guys like tell him you tell him you tell him like I it's crazy. Examples of the commercials right now, and I don't. I know y'all think we're crazy right now, but I mean, just imagine. Next episode, it's we'll just, pull it together. It'll all make sense. We'll have yeah. a plan next episode. It's going to be fun. Uh, I was talking to one of our reps uh, this morning before I left the Brightmore Healthcare Studios. <laughs> God bless you, Don. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I said I gave him the idea, pitched the idea, and I said, listen, what do you think? We're just going to pull up and bust in. He said, ah, you know, people like Dr. Shirey, I would probably make an appointment because he's going to be in surgery. I said, Dr. Shirey mm-hmm. may be the, the exception. The others, we're just going to pull yeah. up. If you're there, you're there. If you're not, you're not. Yeah. Take some T-shirts and some koozies. And uh, thank you for advertising on the bear. But more than that, get some audio for you to listen to as we introduce you uh, to these celebrities, many of which we have only heard like you on the radio. I've never met Nicole from uh, Nissan of LaGrange. I've never met Dr. Shirey. Um, well, that's what's so funny is I don't know about you, but I have a vision in my mind of what they look like. And people do that with radio personalities as well. Yeah, because and you, I wonder what they think we look like. Thing. Not a visual thing. So that's coming up I in the next week or two. I bet they think we're younger and prettier. I hope they do. People used to think you were old all the time. Yeah, well, the reason, the reason why, I fought that my entire career kicks. I was hired when I was 18. 
18 years old. So I may have just been there five years. People thought, man, he's old. Here's why. I was only, if I was there five, let's do 10. 10 is maybe a better number. Uh, if, at the 10-year mark at Kicks, I was only 28 years old. Okay? Well, you think somebody probably got to radio to Kicks at about that age, right? 28 years old. So you add 10 years, becomes 38. And it just, I fought it in research projects my entire career. Uh, people think that I look like Santa Claus, had a white beard. Mm. Uh, and it was, I think it was detrimental Santa at times. Santa Claus. Yeah. I think it was detrimental at times. Mm. Um, um, okay, but then did you finish uh, back your, to our, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Back to our tour of of the South Side. Um, so then we ended up at this place, this Italian restaurant called Frank's. Yes, fantastic. It's connected people to a okay. Chevron gas station. The a best, gas station. Okay. My favorite restaurant on the South Side. Let me explain. Are you sure about that, I'm Kenny? positive, Donnie. You, you, you picked the wrong thing for the menu. What did you have? You had a chick, You had a meatball sub or something. Okay, in an Italian restaurant? How's that wrong? Uh, you need to go bigger. You need to go bigger. I had a great Caesar salad. I had um, the, the sweet tea is fantastic. And then I had the, uh, the uh, carbonara or something. Uh, carbonara. Thank you. That was fantastic. Car car not my carbonara. favorite dish I've had there. It's the first time I've had that particular dish. But I've had, I've had better. I'm not going to lie. I've been there about three, four times. They have great desserts. What happened to the cannoli, by the way? I'm just um, thinking about that right now. Be glad you time. didn't get it. Where's the cannoli? Be glad you. We got be a cannoli glad that you. Okay. Be glad that you didn't get it. Why? Just be glad. What are you talking about? Send um, me a text. Text me. No, I'm. I mean, I'm happy to tell everybody. It was. I don't want to know. 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 Please yeah. don't. Please don't. Please don't. Well, it also sat in my car, which is probably not good. Probably not. This uh, this restaurant is owned by a family here on the south side of Atlanta. They also own a seafood restaurant, also called Frank's, which is in Fayetteville. Uh, fantastic food, great, great atmosphere. Um, I've been to both restaurants and, and they're fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about, but so which Frank's had the problem? The problem with Frank's had where we were yesterday for lunch. Okay, great. Where they had like a 42. They got us 42 scores. Okay, if you're listening, you know how I feel about this kind of stuff. Let me explain why. Though. Okay. Let me explain why we did this on Radio Don. As a matter of fact, what else? I don't have time, or I would pull in the radio bits uh, that explain what happened because we we started on radio with this and I said something's not right here. I know Frank's is not, and, and Palmetto and Tyrone, is not going to score 42. That's not the way they do business. It's not. And we did some digging around and discovered that the reason they scored so low is because they failed to have their last certificate of inspection posted clearly on the wall. The manager mm -hmm. says, I took it down, Donna, the manager says, I took it down because we're rearranging the photos there when you walk in. And you meet she the was rearranging the eight. That's what she Donna, was doing. Donna, she was not rearranging the eight. All right, so she took it down just temporarily. No, no funny mm. business here just so mm -hmm. they could rearrange some of the photos of famous people that have come into Frank's to dine. And just so happens... To die or to dine? Dine, Donna, to dine. Just so happens mm -hmm. the next day the inspector comes in for their inspection and the, the certificate's not up on the wall. They lose like 50 points. Yep. 50 points off the top for doing that. So for missing that or not having it up. So they're, they're eight points, really, and that would have been an A. That's the way I scored. And I said on the radio, listen, this is crazy. There, mm -hmm. there needs to be another system. I don't care if the state has come by and, and, and issued a number and a, a piece of paper that must be posted clearly when when patrons walk in the door that doesn't affect my meal necessarily i only want to know if there are rats in the um uh, swim swimming in the grease from the ground beef they're cooking uh, you know doing the backstroke i only want to know if uh there's uh you know tuna that's stored at you know, stored at 70 70 degrees or something if it affects my plate i want to know if it's administrative you know uh note keeping stuff file keeping stuff i don't need that should not affect the overall score i don't think mm-hmm Okay. What say you? Um, I had I was up all night. I had tummy trouble Stop from it. start to go, start to go, start to go, oh. and 
the tea was the most positive thing because it came in a big old carafe that you could just like yes. pour yourself to keep yourself hydrated. Did did you see my salad? I did see your salad, Donna. I did. It was more of a uh, kind right. of like a, a car- charcuterie board. That would be stretching it. It was more of like it was carrots and things. Yeah, it was carrots. It was just it's some lettuce and some carrots. But anyways, Every, everything had its own enjoy- plate on the area yeah. on the plate. It wasn't mixed together like a typical salad would be. Yeah. I enjoyed the company. I will say I was a little disappointed in um, one thing with you. Oh, wow. Okay. Just I one? went up to, um, well, well, I went on in this one thing I'll talk about. I went up to, um, well, I went up to pay. First of all, this is a very positive thing. I went up to pay and I don't know where you are. And I think you're in the bathroom. The nice guy, which, yeah, that says something. I mean, yeah, we're okay. just in the bathroom all day. But anyway, went up to pay and the nice guy is like, um, do you like, first thing he says, like literally I walk up, well, first he says, we don't take Amex. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then he said, do you like rice pudding? Just kind of an odd question to throw yeah, out there. Sure. And I'm like, but I, I do love rice pudding. And I'm like, yes. And he said, well, a lot of people don't like rice pudding because it has a lot of cinnamon. And we said at the same time, it was like, we were meant to be together. He said, um, and we both said, you have to stir it up. You know, you got to get the cinnamon off of the not of, off the glutinous top of the rice pudding. So he reaches down from I don't know where mm-hmm. and pulls out like this container and says, well, here's some rice pudding for you. Was there a date on the Since container you, written in longhand? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You Since check. you like it. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you so much. I go, you don't have to do that. And he goes, no, I do. He said, you are, you have such a nice, what do you say? He said, you have such a nice smile and presence about you. I would agree with that for sure. And I said, well, thank you so much. Now that sat in my car. I didn't even try that. After after just taste testing the cannoli, I said, the last thing I need to do is eat some rogue rice pudding from potentially a man's shorts. Like, I don't know where he pulled this from. Um, yeah, that's been sitting in my car all day. But then what kind of disappointed me is you had to get on the phone with somebody. And I went up because I said, I need gas. And I went up. I know what you're going to say. I know where you're going with this. Oh, my God. You did not pump my gas. I know I didn't. And I, I flagged that when I got in the car. I didn't get back out to, to pump it, but I did flag that I didn't do that. Does that count? Yeah. Do I get half credit or anything? No. For knowing a thought I was doing is not wrong, a thing. But I got in the car anyway. Okay. No, a thought is not a thing. Okay. I flagged that myself and I but apologize. I, I'm like, ugh, whatever. I thought you were done pumping. I, I thought you were done pumping. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. I can pump I mean. my own gas. At the, at the yeah. end of the day, girls, we can pump our own gas. You can, it's just, Donna, but it's, 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 it's something that I would normally do. And I totally. Yeah, it's, the, the, it's the little things. Okay. Yeah, and the big got? things, but it's the little things. That's it. All right. What did I do? Did I do anything that disappointed you? No, you never do. Thank you. Well, never I'm do. sure there's some things. You know, I, I think you have to be careful, though. Um, when we were at Linex, you were kind of huffing and puffing a little bit. And and the owner of the company recognized you. And he said, no, oh. what he said, huh? <laughs> this is my favorite line. Are you the other voice on the radio? Right. Well, in other words, are you, are you the other half of the morning show? Are you he, that other voice on the radio? He didn't know that's who, that's who that was. He didn't know that that's who you were. Uh, and, and so I, you were kind of, I thought, hoity-toity a little bit. Um, I wasn't hoity-toity. I was very tired. I had had enough. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But you just I had have, had you got to always, When you're in public, Don, you're now a public figure. When you're a public figure, you got to you got to always be on. Or at least have the ability yeah. to, to turn on, you know? And engage and have a conversation with a stranger. Yeah. Well, he, they were having their own conversation, which was not very, was full of like, Really bad words and stuff. Like, okay. So they weren't that the most, you. Yeah. Okay. No, it didn't offend me, but I, I, I did not at that point of the day. 
had I had yeah I had no ability to turn anything fair on. Enough, fair enough. Uh, big Everything news, had been turned off. Big news that Donna broke this morning on radio, the Bear 92.5 Atlanta, uh, Southside. Atlanta is where we are, and uh, you can check us out Monday through Friday, 10, uh, 5.30 a.m. till 10 a.m. Eastern. Download the Bear app anywhere you download your apps for free. The Bear 925 is what you search for. Donna broke the TikTok story this morning. TikTok uh, is, is, is facing uh, a pretty big challenge here. You know, everybody talks, including us on this podcast and on radio, about how TikTok's a place to go for new artist discovery. And if you're an artist who doesn't have a record label and you're wanting that to be your career, you're wanting to advance yourself often, uh, these these young artists or old artists will go to TikTok for exposure, hoping to find maybe someone from a record label that stumbles upon their account and says, wait a minute, that's a great video. That person that can sing, that's a great voice. That's a unique presence, a unique style. We need to reach out to that person, see what they got, and get a showcase set up. And it's happened to, you know, for a lot of artists, I think, Donna, that way on TikTok. Universal Music Group, the largest record label conglomerate in the world, Universal Music Group, yesterday announced that they will not renegotiate their contract with TikTok and that all of their artists are being scrubbed from TikTok and that you will no longer see them on this social platform. Uh, Universal, again, the largest record label in the world, includes artists like Taylor Swift, uh, Rihanna, Adele, Bad Bunny, the country world. It includes Eric Church. Uh, other Universal artists on, on the country include... Uh, Taylor Swift, yeah, Bad Bunny, Adele, Drake, Billie Eilish, um, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, um, they artists. are the, yeah, that's they're the a, largest a, record that's label. A, that's a big roster. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and in a letter, UMG said that, um, UMG said that it had been pressing TikTok on three issues, appropriate compensation for artists and songwriters, protecting human artists from the harmful effects of AI and online safety for TikTok's users. UMG said that TikTok proposed paying its artists and songwriters at a rate that's a fraction of the rate that other major social platforms pay, adding that TikTok makes up only about 1% of its total revenue, revenue being uh, Universal's revenue. Um, it said the music giant also took issues with TikTok's promotion of AI music creation, which UMG says poses risk to human artists, and the platform's record with what it says is hate speech, bigotry, bullying, and harassment. They also, um, so then TikTok pushed back against UMG, Universal Music Group, and said that it had reached artist-first agreements with every other label and publisher, and they said it is sad and disappointing that Universal Music Group has put their own greed above the interest of their artists and songwriters. Um, there is there is a, the licensing deal is expiring, um, so they are in a moment kind of still negotiating it. Um, and, you know, you've seen this before. I don't know if you're watching, if you're in Atlanta right now, if you're a uh, listener to the podcast and you're in Atlanta and you're watching Channel 2, it started again with DirecTV where they're putting up all the messages. And they make you fear. You know, they, they, they you're going to lose us. Thank, thank, th thank God I'm on the YouTube. But, I mean, it still comes up because it's a local, ch you know, a local channel comes up on YouTube. I don't have direct TV anymore, but they're doing the whole thing where we can't reach an agreement. You're not going to be. And what they do is different times during the day, they come after people's, like, heartstrings. A like, you're show. not going to be able to watch your soaps. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to watch General Hospital or whatever it is. Or you're not going to be able to watch, you know, The Price is Right or Jeopardy. Or and people are like, don't you take away my Jeopardy, right. you know. So it's kind of maybe the same thing going on right here where there's some posturing going on, but that maybe they will come to um, some form of an agreement. I will say this. It was interesting what you said. You said um, that it will be bad for TikTok. I think it's actually the other way around. I think it's actually very bad for UMG. Now, 
I stand by what they're saying. I think the effects of AI can be completely devastating to artists and, and to real people, too. Um, and I do think that TikTok has to do a better job of managing hate speech and, and bigotry and all that stuff. And, and artists should be appropriately compensated. So I do not disagree with any of the things that they're fighting for. And I'm sure artists appreciate the fact that they're fighting for them on that. However, like in the case of like Brooks and Dunn and Neon Moon and how that song, you know, there was a dance created and then Reba, you know, the I'm a survivor. When these older artists or even new artists, but when older artists start to see songs just jump up on the charts, you know, John Denver, Country Roads, you know, like it came out of nowhere. I mean, or in that that's for his estate. Obviously, he's not here anymore. But the point being that that the that power only helps the, the artist. Yeah. Like TikTok is not pulling Neon Moon. There's the creators on TikTok are pulling it, creating a template, and then it is used over and over and over and over again. So it's this, you know, it, it's kind of like by them cutting that out, they're cutting out the creators more than TikTok and also creating out their artists even having a shot at some of their older songs getting on. And, and new artists as well, too. I mean, listen, TikTok breaks more new artists than UMG has broken probably in the last three years. I'm sure they would argue well, with me I, on yeah, that. I don't know if that's fair or not. I don't know, though. But most of them start on a social level. Okay. They may not start on TikTok, but they start with a groundswell of social media presence. Here's an they example. come to the label already ready. Here's an example. Yes, they're, they're prepped. They're, they, they know the ins and outs. Not all of them, but some of the ins and outs of the music business. They understand media. They understand. Uh, well, they come with fans. a fan base. Uh -huh. They come with What's a fan base. What's the fan base? A fan yeah, base they, is, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they, no, I'm saying they come with a fan base. Yes. I was having a conversation with country artist Clay Walker uh, probably been a year ago. I think we actually played part of it on the podcast. And we got to TikTok. We were talking about TikTok. Uh, Clay is very active on TikTok. Um, and, and, and we were talking about new music discovery and new artist discovery on TikTok. And he told the story of finding an artist that he was developing on TikTok. Actually, one of his daughters found him or found this young woman on TikTok and called dad and said, Dad, you need to look at this. And, you know, I said, Clay, do, do, do you take when, when people recommend stuff like that or they have a, an artist they want you to check out? Do you do you really consider the source of the endorsement? So you know, so to speak. In other words, you know, would you would you look at an artist that your daughter suggested that you do more so than a fan or even someone from your management company or uh, your you know record label wouldn't count? But you see what I'm saying? I mean, do, do different people have different weights? I guess when they, with their sure. recommendations and endorsements of people. And he said, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, but I think yeah, and I mean that happens. I think in in outside of that realm too you know if, if, if an artist comes and says hey I just heard this amazing person you know is it an artist that the artist respects that they're going to listen to or you know that type of thing so I don't know I think it's very interesting wound up reaching out to very her. interesting wound up reaching out to her signed her for a deal she opened up not only for Clay Walker Tracy Lawrence and um, a third artist who was it um, I don't recall on a tour last year but she also wound up opening up for Tim McGraw wow did a handful of shows for him so I think the power is there of this platform more so than Twitter, more so than Instagram or Facebook. Um, I think that it's going to be interesting to watch. I think you're very right on you're spot on about the um, uh, comparing it to the fear mongering that they do with uh, direct TV on the local channels. Uh, there's going to be some of that going back and forth. I think there'll eventually be a deal uh, and we'll see who wins. I don't know if there will be a winner, but here's hoping they get things worked out because otherwise you're going to miss some, some pretty big artists in your, uh, your timeline or what do they call them? TikTok, your, your page, your front page. Well, you're not going to be able to dance to as many songs. Well, 
I mean, if you think about it, do you think that, that Walker? Do you think? But think about this. Do you think that Walker Hayes would be the the artist? It'd be devastating. You know, <clears throat> yeah, to some that he is because his you know his daughter came up with these dances, and now the whole family's out there dancing. Yep. Yep. You lost me at that last that last statement. What was the question? I just erased everything prior to that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll continue. We are a music podcast uh, designated by Apple as a music podcast. That's our job to keep in the loop about things related to music. That's uh, one of the biggest music stories I think I've uh, come across or you've come across in a while because it truly is going to shake up the industry and uh, could be something that uh, could be uh, could set some precedent for other labels that have contracts coming up that need to be renegotiated with uh, with TikTok. 1600 Brownsburg yeah. Road, Gainesville is where you're going to find gallery furniture. I'm looking at the website now. Ask for thewolfman.com. Askforthewolfman.com. they got tabs, living room, dining room, bedroom, home office, accessories, entertainment, outdoor. Take it home today. There's a Take It Home Today tab. Find it on the showroom floor. Load it up on top of your, your, your fateful Ford uh, Bronco and to drive it home. Brands, yes. Brands uh, that you're going to find in the big box retailers, but at prices you will not find at the big box retailers. We're talking Liberty, uh, Steve Silver, Catnapper, uh, Ashley, uh, IFD, Jackson. Uh, Catnapper, they got them all at Gallery Furniture. Take it home today. You can see what's in stock now at askforthewolfman.com. Yeah, you remember it hasn't been. You're probably like, boy, didn't we just go through this with you and uh, you guys? And you did when I was trying to uh, get some stuff together for Olivia's dorm. Well, guess who's going to be doing a dorm in the fall? Charlotte, our youngest, our last one, last dorm. Um, so, yes, got to go up there and got to kind of start putting some stuff together. So if you have kiddos that are going away to college and – you know what? You don't need like the most expensive stuff and you just need um, great quality furniture that's going to hold up. This is the place for you. Now, they've got great quality furniture at all different price levels for your home and everything. But we do know that dorm time is a big time. You've got to have mattresses. You've got to have lamps. You've got to have those cute furry rugs. And she's got all that stuff, all that funky, funky stuff that like you're just like, how can I work this into my house? I keep thinking about that big old white couch. Yep. That's got like all those cup holders and it's just like a big old furry bear. You know that little the little Christmas thing that used to be on with the um what was his name? The, the abominable the, uh, snowman. Abominable snowman. Yep. Yes, that's what it looks like. That's what that little fur looks like. You just want to be hugged by the abominable snowman. All right. So here's what's gonna happen at Gallery Furniture. Uh, they're gonna take care of you, Don and the staff, and I don't know, staff, they're family members to, to us and family members to you when you walk in the door, even if you never met them. Six months on the job and a checking account is all you need for guaranteed financing at Gallery Furniture. Six months on the job in a checking account. That's it. Donna's going to click her heels and get the magic done. All right? No small print. There is no magic. A kid, gallery furniture. The magic is in the smiles of the faces of the people that you see when you walk in the door. Any time, seven days a week. Ask for the Wolfman. Yes, it's it's that. Yes, gallery furniture. Wait a minute. Is that gallery furniture with Wolfman and Gainesville? Yes, it still is. A family-owned small business has been for four decades plus. Ask for the Wolfman.com online. Our thanks to... Um, Delta Atlanta's hometown airline for their support of this podcast. Also, Fable Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. T-Mobile, you pay more than 50 bucks a month for home internet service, you're getting screwed. T-Mobile.com for details about home internet for 50 bucks a month. Uh, awesome Alpharetta, come stay a while, play a while, find your awesome at awesomealpharetta.com and Brightmore Hospice and Brightmore Healthcare, brightmorehealthcare.com. I want to give you props. I know I don't do it often enough. We're going to wrap this episode, though, with uh, something that happened on radio today. And I was talking to our executive producer after the show. And I said, you know, I learned a lesson today, and I learned from you all the time. Uh, but uh, I was not prepared for a particular segment that I knew was coming. Uh, it's, it's a fixed segment, which means it comes on at the same time every freaking day, and I wasn't prepared. Uh, for whatever reason, there was maybe something technical that had, you know, I, I don't know, what, but for whatever reason, I wasn't prepared for the segment. 
and I knew it was coming. So I just grabbed a story and went with it. And I had not even read this story. I was reading blind, reading cold, live on the radio. And it was a story that probably should not have made the segment. It made no sense. It wasn't. It was a sports story about the PGA getting an influx of $3 billion uh, in money to do something, which I couldn't even tell you what it is. And it was my story, the lead story in this pretty large benchmark segment of our morning show. Well, I get done, I stumbled around, fumbling around. I toss it to you for your story. We hadn't spoken about this segment in advance. I didn't know what you were coming with. And you come with a, lo- a, a hyper local story, which is what our radio station, our morning show is all about, about the water tower in Griffin, Georgia, which holds one million <laughs> gallons of water, has exploded or something, and there's now one million gallons of water just flooding the streets and parking lots around it in, in, in Griffin, Georgia, Spalding County. Uh, about 30 miles south of the airport. That story. I mean, I hope it's true. I found God it. God bless you it if it's not. But uh, it was just an example of, you know, say I went on the air after behind you live. I said, you know what? You win the day. You win the day. You win the week. You win, you win the year. Because uh, I came with a non-local sports story. Sports. That's not my wheelhouse by any stretch. Uh, it made no sense to have that story there. But it, it was the first thing I saw. I had to have something. And so you then follow up with this uh Magnificent this story that should have led and, 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 and probably been spoken of several times before 810, which is when this all happened this morning. Um, but we hope that uh, th- thoughts and prayers for Griffin, Georgia. Yes, Griffin is where the tornadoes had the, you know, had the outbreak of tornadoes uh, about a year ago. Uh, Griffin is, uh, they, uh, man, they take a beating and keep on ticking or whatever the, the watch commercial used to say. What is it? <laughs> take yeah, a lick and take, keep take on ticking. Take, like yeah. take a lick and keep on ticking. Uh, they're good folks. Listen, here's the thing. Kelly Jack, it's not a competition. It's That's not. why we're a team. Of course it's not. But we lift each other up. But I had no business not being prepared, number one. I had no business going with a sports story, although it's literally the first story I saw on my iPhone when I'm scrolling. Because uh, I, I, I'm watching the clock. Three, two, one. Uh, intro, producers call you live, and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What am I doing? And uh, I did a golf story, which is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So you're doing fantastic. You kick ass, and you are. Uh, true, just like this podcast, you are the uh, reason people tune in. That's not reason true. Us out. It is. It is. Absolutely. I don't like that. Nope, I don't like it at all. Uh, well, uh, you have no time for a rebuttal. Maybe next episode. We will follow up next episode about uh, our tour of local celebrities. It's going to be fun. Yes. Uh, with these uh, local radio celebrities. You have them in your market, your city where you live, too. They're business owners that just love to hear themselves speak. Or maybe not that. Maybe it's truly they have a, uh, you know, listen, there are some that can pull it off and do it quite well. They being business owners are some. They can pull off, you know, radio and TV commercials and things like that. It's not easy to do. Those that get it, get it. Those that don't fall and fail miserably. But uh, we'll go into more. I wonder detail. who the most famous one is. I guess it depends on the market you're in. But I wonder sure. who the most famous national one is. I bet it's that my pillow guy. What's that now? Uh, oh, from my uh, from. It's from probably Trump's guy. Yeah, because I mean he's been on like. What's his name? No, I just know him as my pillow guy. Yeah, right. But it doesn't work if you don't know his name. But they like they they make fun of him on Saturday Night Live yeah. and parody him and all the stuff. So yeah, okay. We've had a death at the radio station. Oh, I'll, I'll reach out to you after we get done here. All right. Our thanks to executive okay. producers Carl and uh, Hans Appen. Uh, uh, production assistance provided by Steve Mitchell, Inco Studios in Atlanta. I N G O. Steve uh, consults on the podcast and produces the radio show every single day of the week, Monday through Friday, five thirty a.m. till ten Eastern. Bear 925 Atlanta. Search for the Bear 925 in the App Store where you download your apps and you can listen for free. We'd love to wake up with you five mornings a week. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. I'm Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Apple Podcast Network. <laughs>